Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey, fam. I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Heard around the world on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. It's Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue and Joe Grande. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name is Blue, alongside me is Mr. Joe Grande, and we are live at MJ BizCon. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing great, you guys, and thank you all for listening to our podcast, Cannabis Talk 101, all around the world. Check out our website, CannabisTalk101.com, as we are the world's number one source for everything cannabis with so many great blogs and articles on the site for you to read. Call us anytime, 1-800-420-1980. And go check out our IG pages at Cannabis Talk 101. My brother Blue right here is at one Christopher Wright. Hello. I am at Joe Grande 52. The guy over there on the left is at Big Mike over there, official Hello. like a referee. Hello. There hey. he goes right there. Yeah. And our guest on the show, Mike, I want to do everything for Cal, but I think you might have to do the big intro to him because well, I think sure. you got him down pretty well. Well, this yeah. is... This, gentleman next to me here is Kale Winters, and he produces a fertigation system that, well, we're their strategic partner, and it's called Rhythm, and this thing is an amazing system. It will reduce the man load from two to four personnel in any place, and we're making a special unit together that will be in hydroponic stores available shortly. So it's a game changer. And nope. not only that, well, Kale, they do they do huge like for the commercial uh, uh, scale cultivators, huge up to half a million dollar systems. They're they're amazing what they do. It's a group of engineers that are just very very smart and in tune. And Kale has an amazing origin story about how he got started making this system. Kale, Kale tell us because I know you got yeah. ten years experience as engineering. I mean, you went to college, you got your bachelor's degrees in industrial engineering from Texas Tech University. Back us up a little more on where it all started when you first started playing with this plant and probably getting high somewhere. Well getting high started a lot longer than ago than when when, when the foundation of rhythm started. But uh, talk right into it for us um, you know, it started after I got out of college, I went into the big industry automation space. So we really got into, you know, my customers were Procter & Gamble, Frito-Lay, Coca-Cola, down to, you know, just about anybody that did process management solutions. And and uh, I was always a ca- cannabis advocate and uh, we got, you know, pulled into cannabis in about 2013 when these new markets were coming online. Uh, we got connected with some growers in Denver, Colorado originally. A lot of them were doing hand watering, which for us coming out of big industry automation was was kind of surprising to find in the cannabis space and all the manual processes and the opportunity to innovate uh, yeah we definitely recognize that and in 2013 we actually came to this show 
and uh, and saw that it was definitely there was opportunity to do a little bit of, of different you know solutions for the cannabis growers. So we uh, aligned with some some underground guys. Honestly, came out of. Uh, the California market when we were looking for the right people to shape a solution uh, we we found that some of the best guys were, were certainly playing in that space and had been growing for some time Wasn't so that in South Central South Central LA with some what's this story any, any more black market than that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know what's great about that is is I you know Kale we, we were discussing it's funny how you know you got some sophisticated guys like yourself coming from you know a, a college background with with this ability and then you find those guys that are from the traditional market coming together to create something great isn't that isn't that just amazing though I mean that's really what we you know when we first came in our goal was to bring big industry automation to the craft cannabis space because it was clear that traditional agriculture was they had very different needs than in in particular an indoor cannabis grower right especially running programs like advanced nutrients a little bit more complexity to the recipe programs the feeding styles that they had the means and methods day to day were very different than farming equipment and we noticed that we aligned with some very talented growers and we let them like i said shape those solutions so for us it started with fertigation which is adding nutrients to irrigation and sending that to your plants obviously um, and then we you know, evolved into environmental control. So today we offer full facility control for temperature, humidity, lighting, CO2, fans, exhaust, as well as feed systems and, uh, and the ability to run complex programs, but do so using equipment that's intuitive and easy. As you say that, and you said the story when you guys started, you know, on the streets of Los Angeles like that, are people still able to purchase your products and utilize this? Because let's just face it, you're not the BCC, you're not any, you're making a product, period. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? Just like Mike, Mike makes a product. You want to grow tomatoes, you want to grow, I, you, you create a Kale. product. I mean, you want to grow cannabis, <laughs> whoever growing cannabis, okay, whatever, you do whatever you do. You want to yeah. use our machines, you do whatever you want to do. Can the mom and pop grower, whether or not they're in this urban city, Colorado, Japan, anywhere, get your product and utilize it? And a lot of our strategy for that is what we're doing with Advanced Nutrients and the solutions that we've now tailored, which the coming soon solution that he kind of uh, hinted to originally, that that uh, that's, that's really selling through those hydro stores is going to allow us opportunity to really touch just about anybody from a small scale grower to those large scale growers looking for full facility control and everything that we bring to the table. So, you know, with that I'm right now, I feel like there's, there's a, the, the smaller scale guys can use this kind of help because it saves them, right? Sure. I mean, what, what, what you said, they it, can take a vacation. Yeah. Like one of and a the, lot the, of what we yeah. started, that was the original goal. These growers that were, you know, you think about the guys in the underground and, and, and the effort that they themselves put into the operation. You try to bring people in, you got to find people that you can trust. These lower, you know, cost laborers at times were messing up the facility, right? You sure. put a lot of faith in people to, to do things the way that they need to be done, to feed the right, you know, substance to the plants, manage all of your controllers, etc. And uh, And so they took on that task themselves and they were just looking for vacation time. And, uh, and, and saving them time was worth the investment, and that's a lot of what, what we do, uh, obviously, be it small facilities or very large facilities. And by the way, your, your system can notify them by, they, 
Sure, phone, right? e yeah. email, text alerts, all yeah. you know, platform independent for so any sort it, of mobile is, is it accessibility. An app or just an online uh, online solution. So what we do in in in, in big industry, it's it's really uh, the model that we try to replicate, which is we provide on-site server PCs. We host software okay. at the facilities. We don't want the software residing in the cloud because there's potential in process automation where we have these high value crops and it's a manufacturing facility at the end of the day we want we want the software to be hosted locally and then we provide them through their internet access at the facility the networking tools that they need for connectivity data analytics and all of the things that we provide kale system the rhythm system gives you total control over your system and environment so when you talk about crop steering this is the ultimate crop steering tool it dials in that plant just perfectly so you have or just every run is is just spot on and a very consistent product and reduces your labor force it's funny mike because we don't hear you uh stamp too many things you know what i mean yeah, you're not the I, guy I, to go say this is something good you're, you're I not met, the guy when to i met that. kale and, and rhythm of what he was doing i said to him how can we get this into to, into the smaller growers hands and and We've been working on this for probably we about a year. We jumped on it. When, yeah. Mike, when Mike you know, got involved with us, we certainly put resources immediately and started modeling solutions that are tailored to their needs, that will come with programs, pre-programmed, their recipes, et cetera, that, that the advanced you know, offering, which is a lot. There can be simple all the way to more complex programs, which they're kind of showcasing here. We're going to pre-program those feed schedules, recipe programs, et cetera, so that when it hits the grower, uh, you know, it's made easy. Start running your schedules and it's and it's ready to run. We're going to take a break real quick. When we come back, uh, for those who want to see it, rhythmcss.com. That's R-H-Y-T-H-M-C-S-S.com. But I see a single batch, multi-batch, custom this, custom that. We're going to come back and you're going to break all this down for us so everyone listening can be like, oh, this is how they do it. It's Cannabis Talk 101 all the way live at MJ BizCon 2022. We'll be right back after this. Yes, we'll be right back with go. Cannabis Talk 101. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry though, he's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? 
so he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. If you're looking for a trusted cannabis seed at a fair price, head to rocketseeds.com or on Instagram, rocket underscore seeds, or come over here and get one yourself and grab the big bear and give Laundra a big high five. And on their website, you guys, they got some new ones coming very soon. I got a good little earful, so go check out that website, R-I-G. We're talking to Not Rhythm Nation, but I think of it and it makes me want to dance because I'm telling you right now, it's got a single batch, a multi-batch, a custom. What does all this mean? All right, so so when we came into the space so often, so many growers, and still today, we're uh, hand-mixing reservoirs. So they would take you know, a reservoir tied to a room. Hey, that room needs 300 gallons today of a particular recipe. They're going to bring in that water. They're going to weigh, you know, measure out nutrients and one by one add those to a res, blend it up, and either deliver it through automated irrigation or many people, especially when we started, were hand watering that. Um, but that's the batch methodology, and it's very widely used still today. Um, a little bit more automated, and, and automation's been much more adapted in the last seven years than when we started. But what we wanted to do and what you're going to find different about Rhythm is the methodology of batch mixing for fertigation. Most of what's in the marketplace is inline injection system. So in an inline system, you're adding nutrients to the flow of water. Many of those solutions still fill reses or they can directly tie to plants, but there can be some downside with inline injection, particularly running these complex programs. So our goal was to, you know, again, cannabis grower influenced, um, you know, was to, to go about preparing those recipes rather than injecting inline to the flow of water in a batch. Our batch mixing systems have a highly automated working mixing tank. They sit empty when they're idle and when a recipe time comes, they're gonna go through a process of preparing that. Let's say flowering room one needs to be fed 300 gallons of a particular recipe at 8 a.m. It's gonna meter in 300 gallons. It will add your nutrients in a sequence. So many nutrients benefit by you know a sequence of, of addition to that tank. Silica needs to be added first and blended. Our system will go through that sequencing process, a full stabilization of pH and EC, wow. and then it delivers. And it can deliver and fill reses. It will deliver directly to the plants. While it's doing that, it's monitoring and maintaining uh, you know, your irrigation health. How are my flow rates relative to what they should be? Do I have problems with filters? Um, things like that, that you're getting alerts to. We're logging all of that data. Every time you feed, you get a snapshot, uh, not only as, as to what you fed, um, where it went, the volumes, the flow rates, etc., but the cost associated with that. That all of the nutrient cost you plug into the tool and it will track every bit of your usage cost for water wow. and nutrients. So you can have eight wow. different rooms in different stages of growth and this system will make a batch for each room, whatever it requires, taking the wow. human <laughs> element out of there and that error that comes with, with, with the humans, us humans out as well. You can pre-schedule your entire yeah. harvest cycle, noting that 
we need to adapt to the harvest needs and the plants sure. can, can change. But if all things are ideal, we're provided feed schedules that say Correct. from day one all the way through the harvest yeah. cycle, we make that easy. So you can pre-schedule all of your feeds, all of your environments uh, for, for the life of the harvest cycle. And then we give you tools from there to, to adapt to the harvest needs. Well, essentially it's a, it's a POS system, but for the plant, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, you know, in a, in, a, in a quick form, and then and then you know what I'm what I'm really gathering from this is it's going to give the the patient or or the user the same experience almost every single time. Yes. And and that consistency and repeatability. That that is so important for our industry because you know you get the same plant from this guy and this guy and that, and it's always different. Right, and so, and I don't even think the same growers can get the same is because they don't have a system like this. And so many of our like cultivators rhythm. that are going from one facility to the next are able to adopt the same technology and shift those recipe programs that they're having success with in this facility over to this new equipment and run both of those facilities running, you know, the same equipment, same schedules. Uh, we make it easy. Yeah. By the way, making it easy, your website is so easy and friendly. I love the pictures that you can zoom in and zoom out, click the thing, the delivery systems, explaining how the PVC piping works, to the mixing boards, to the remote cabinets. I mean, you guys really simplify this for a big complex scenario. Somebody who's never grown like this, like myself, can go on your website and be like, this is how it works. I'm very impressed with the way this looks, and I'm like, ah, this is... They're gorgeous systems. And, and a lot yeah, of what yeah. we do, and we did when we design, most people when they design machinery don't really care about the aesthetic of the machinery. The cannabis industry likes cool stuff that yeah. looks cool and functions cool. So the equipment that we designed, we put a lot of focus on the aesthetic for sure, um, but the user experience. Our customers typically aren't coming out of you know, big process automation background. So we right. wanted to under, you know, create something that's highly complex and flexible, but very easy to learn. Something, I, something I appreciate, uh, you know, uh, Kale, from Rhythm, from your guys' companies, that you have the opportunity to help the smaller guys and the bigger guys, right? You know, what does that kind of look like? I mean, obviously we know it's super expensive to entry usually to get into the cannabis yeah. industry. Um, are you guys comparable with all the, the other, you know, production houses out there? Sure, know, so, so one of the things, I mean, when you're a smaller facility, you're, it's typical that your uh, the cost per square foot is going to be higher. Sure. Because larger facilities and smaller facilities, they still need a lot of the same core equipment, right? right? Most fertigation, if you only have one room and 100 plants in that room, you you probably need a fertigation system that it has pumps and injectors and all of those things, and you're going to buy that, and it could manage a much larger facility, yeah, right? But you still need the same core infrastructure. That said, one of the things that we do and do quite well is, is scale. We can customize solutions. We build, we design and build everything in-house. We're, we're a UL 508A industrial control panel fabricator. So any bit of the controls are UL listed and they're designed in-house. All of our solutions can be tailored to your budget. Wow. Um, so, so we always go through a fact-finding mission up front. It's not a, here's our equipment, here's the price, here's an 800 number if you want it, you know, good luck. It's a, let me understand your facility. What are your goals? Both short-term term and long-term. What is your budget? And then let me shape a solution because we have quite a few of them that aligns with what you're trying to do, both today and you know potentially five years from now. Yeah. And I always try to get growers to think about what changes they might go through over the next five years. And let's invest in a solution that has that, that flexibility you, that and adaptability. 
because yeah. there's so many changes year over year in this industry or new innovation or new programs that are introduced. And we want to make sure that you don't pigeonhole yourself to just one solution right? and, well, you, and you, give you flexibility to grow. I feel like you're challenging them to use their imagination. Where are you going to be in five years? Because if you start here and you have to regroup, then you're, you're, we don't want you to have to rip yeah. all of that out because you want to make one or two changes. Let's R let's build something that's flexible, expandable, scalable, uh, uh, or, you know, w w in our instance, we have a lot of facilities that, hey, I've got phasing plans and I need to start with equipment at a lower budget, but grow into something that's bigger with more flexibility, more capability. And uh, and so, you know, we, we have a full suite of offerings and make that easy for them. You know, I got one other question too, and it, it, might, it might be a silly question, I guess, but can we use this in greenhouses, indoors, outdoors, everything? Or is it just the greenhouse and... and uh... So greenhouses and indoors gotcha. been our, our main focus. What And it's because of the methodology of batch mixing. Once we go to outdoors, more often than not, the volumes, things change. Right. Um, and, and particularly your throughput changes. You might go from, you know, rooms now... Um, are getting fed, let's just hypothetically, I got a thousand plants getting a half gallon per day. That's 500 gallons that that room needs across maybe multiple irrigations, but 500 gallons, right? We start to shift outdoor and it's, and it's much larger volumes. More throughput, they create more simplicity and you start to need inline solutions for that, which, which are on the Goldie. forefront for us. You got some feedback, brother. You're getting feedback. Sorry, what was the last thing you said? Well, I mean, for, for outdoor grows in particular, we have a roadmap right now. In fact, we've sold our first solution, and what we'll do is go through a extensive beta cycle with this customer. This customer is in Florida. They have one of our systems, currently our multi-batch system. Uh, very happy customer with that. They're moving into a new facility, and they're going to they're gonna be the first to adopt our inline technology. Once that is introduced, we'll really have a solution for the smallest indoor grower to some of the largest outdoor growers. Well, we're going to take a break real quick. When we come back, I want to hear what the price is for the smallest one, and I want to hear what the price is for the largest one that you guys have done. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back over here with Rhythm, baby. Cannabis Talk 101, Big Mike Advanced Nutrients hanging out with us. Let's go. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. 
Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Advanced Nutrients, you guys, they have a complete growing system for cannabis that optimizes all phases and cycles to bring their crops to their true genetic potential. Discover more at advancednutrients.com. We are hanging out with the president, Kale Winters, Mr. Kale we went to break right now talking about these great, great, great products at Rhythm. You said the smallest one could be for your home grower. Mike's all about that, too. Mike's been saying, oh, my God, look at this, look at that. To your big greenhouse, big, big, big multi-room. Well, that forever. <laughs> I mean, it really could because you never know. It's but kind of a you, trick question, You Joe. do know what you guys have done and what's your biggest one that you've done and what's the smallest one that you guys have done. To date, the small, so in Canada, there's these micro cultivation licenses that are, you know, 2,000 square foot of total canopy. And, and in the world of commercial cannabis in the U.S. in particular, in most places, that's a small facility. Uh, but we do have a small outfit in Vail, Colorado. In fact, we built a feed, they came to us, very small kind of corner suite in this building, um, hand watering everything. And they only had a bathroom to put the fertigation system wow. in. Wow. Uh, we asked if we could remove the toilet from that and, and, the, and the ancillary things they had in it, which he had a little batch tank in there he was mixing as well. And we took a seven foot by seven foot room and turned it into a full automation system for them. And that would be probably our smallest operation that we've worked with. Um, largest operations to date is, you know, a 36 flowering room facility. Um, you know, and, and I don't know the total square footage of Canopy, but it's 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 quite large. 100,000 square foot is, is what my estimate would be of that facility. So two stories, 18 flowering rooms per story, uh, quite large for the indoor space. That's a lot of room. It is a lot and, yeah. and a great cultivator. He's This is his fifth system with us, um, which speaks a lot to what we do. He, he, you know, took a gamble is what he'll say uh, on us many years ago, and he's bringing us everywhere he goes so good customer you know something i i i uh i want to go into because you guys discussed is you know it it cuts down on the labor and the and the the actual you know a human error yeah you know i i mean how does that look i mean for for the guy like me that may i like i used to grow but i don't but i because i might just be the owner and and not necessarily want to be the grower can I still manage it? Is it easy enough for me to, to kind of wrap my head around and manage it versus having my team that's in there that's the, 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 the guys that know everything about it? Well, I mean, usually these facilities have a cultivation director or whatever they might call that entity. Right. But that's kind of, you know, a lot of the concern with automation when we came into the space was that people felt that they were going to lose that plant touch and, and the right. personal side of you know going room to room and hand watering and all of that, what really happens is it allows the lead cultivators to have, you know, with less labor, not, you know, having to pawn that off on new hires and employees around the facility to actually have 
more touch with the plant because they're spending a lot less time doing other things, right? Like they're not mixing, mixing it, exactly. and then managing it's, all of these staff members easy. and what they have to do. Um, because we'll take facilities that you know might otherwise have had eight to twelve employees hand watering down to none. And now the cultivation director can wow, spend one to two hours a day in, in, you know, maybe, and everybody's a little bit different, right? Um, but in, in some cases, one to two hours a week in software oversight, That's managing cool. alerts, looking at some of the data things, but eliminating all of that ancillary human error and our, our labor and error. And, uh, and obviously labor burden is one of the biggest burdens for these facilities, particularly with what we're seeing right now, where the wholesale markets are very competitive. People now are coming to us in markets like Colorado and Oregon and otherwise and saying, hey, I've got no choice. Price pressure, I'm, I've got way too many manual processes, and, uh, and, and they're looking to reduce the labor burden, and that's a big part of what we do. That's brilliant. I wanna know how you guys met, because that's big Mike right there. Let's just face it. You know what I mean? How did you guys become friends, partners, and realize, Mike, this is a company I want to do some business with, and how do you guys get to know each other? Uh, my perspective and his, because I don't... Okay. <laughs> I, well, we, sought, we sought them out. We, we understood where this industry was going, and we, we said, okay, who knows their shit the best? And it, it was Kale at Rhythm. The name just came over and over again. So we gave a call, picked up the phone, and said, hey, we need to develop a solution for hydroponic stores that are smaller guys that are growing. Uh, would you be interested in, in doing something like that with us? And absolutely, it, we, we hit it off right away. So yeah, I went out to, and that's what it was. We started getting hit. I think Advanced Nutrients and the team that he's built seen our presence quite a bit. What we do aligns very well with what Advanced Nutrients does who they are as an organization and uh, and from their most complex program to their simplest program and everything in between uh, and a lot of systems out there can't and we started getting access uh, or not really access more advanced nutrients people contacting us and then eventually I got hit up by his team and, and asked to come out to West Hollywood and that's that's when I finally got to sit down with Mike the first time so yeah how funny is that when you just start hearing the buzz about a company and that's when you know that you're doing something well because let's just face it, we're out here at MJ BizCon, you walk around, it's one thing to see you know, 3,000 vendors doing this and that, but to keep hearing about rhythm, to keep hearing about this is the system, Mike, that's gotta stand out to you and for you to actually go, okay, come on down here and let's go and to be so involved and intrigued by what they're doing and inspired by what they're doing, now the flip side to see what for you was so inspiring about Advanced Nutrients going, Yes, these are the type of companies that I like. Well, we realized, we talked about this uh, before, genetics, environmental controls, and fertigation coming together to give the perfect crop every single That's time. A, yeah. And Rhythm is part of that solution that I talked about earlier. And no, and it's funny though, because for Rhythm, they can grab anybody too, right? And so can Advanced Nutrients. You guys can go work with whoever you want. And for Rhythm to go, wow, Advanced Nutrients is doing the right things. When did you notice that? Well, I mean, you can't enter the cannabis space and not know who Advanced Nutrients are. It's, you know, it, <laughs> you wrote that right. And it started that way, especially Big Mike yeah. and the presence that he's had and what his history is. That was, you know, everything that Advanced is and has been for so long is aligned very well with, you know, what we were trying, the types of companies and cultivators that we were, you know, trying to align with very early on in the space. They were the ones driving the industry and they, the solutions that we had were really... Uh, designed to support these types of programs. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it was a no-brainer for me when Mike and, and the team approached me to, to partner up. Are you guys are you guys creating a uh, like a package for for the nutrients and the the the, the program? Obviously. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The, the, the machine's already pre-programmed for with, whatever with they want the to do. And yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so, so yeah his, that's, that's his, so. Or, or they can do a custom. Right. So. The, with advanced in particular, his teams put forth the feed schedules for these different programs yes. that they can offer. Right? They have the low cost, and the the brochures that they have here, two and a half cent per gallon, you know, program, a seven and a half, a ten cent. These different programs obviously have different additives and whatnot. Uh, and his team put forth kind of the schedules in terms of what they, you know, again, all things ideal. This the is the program we want to run. Yeah. We built that into our systems, and we're running demos of, of the advanced program exactly as it should be in the field. We do full simulations in our booth uh, over there now, and and they'll be shipped that way as well. So ready this customer go. wants this ready program, the machine's wow. ready to go. You know, you mentioned you mentioned something earlier about the reservoirs um, being completely empty until ready to feed, and then feeding again. Is there a purpose for that? You know, um, is it because it'll the, the the quality of water or the freshness of water? I mean, how was there? Purpose so yeah, I mean, there's two models that we have, and there's two models that most systems have. You either you either feed direct, so the recipe is made on the fly, right? Or you prepare batch tanks, is what the industry widely knows them as. What we call day storage tanks, right? Right. So and so many people are so used to that, particularly if you're the doing. Big, you're talking about the big ones with the metal around them, or the, and they're big plastic with like. Are they just big plastic? Just, and you like, go into a watering room and you see a line of tanks that have nutrient, yeah. you know, they're recipe tanks for them. Yeah. And, and that model we call the day storage model. So there are many instances where rather than our system, and again, you're talking about our batch machines that in an idle state, the tank is empty. Right. We prepare fresh recipes every time we feed. And uh, and the Which other I, I model, I think it's brilliant, right? I mean, it seems like it's not sitting; it's a fresh. It doesn't become stagnant. Yeah. You get fresh nutrients. The batch yeah. model ensures more consistency uh, because we create a homogeneous mixture before delivery. There's safety because we do not deliver anything that should not be delivered to the plants. So there's a lot of value there. But at times, you run up against time. When you have these larger facilities, you and you, if you want to irrigate Rockwell 24 times per room per day, you'll have a challenge where you'll run up against time if you have one pump, one central feed oh, yeah. system. Oh, These yeah. cultivators more often than not are, are adopting, again, what the industry might call the batch uh, uh, methodology, what we call day storage. Rather than direct feeding those plants, we prepare recipes, move them to reservoirs, then monitor, manage, uh, and maintain the reservoirs and the delivery schedules thereof, which allow us to feed you know, very large facilities. Every room can get you know, 20 to 30 that's, that's feeds right. per day. If where where your does your love for cannabis come from? Well, I was about 16, maybe 15 years old. Uh, and uh, probably just like many people was the first time that I got high. And, and that's where my love of cannabis came from. I had a father that was very, he was definitely a hippie, a mother that was completely opposite. Um, but my dad was always an advocate. And, uh, and so I got exposed to it. I fell in love with just, you know, I was not a drinker, still I'm not a big drinker today, um, but cannabis I've always absolutely loved. And that started for me, you know, when I was 16 years old in high school, starting to get high. And, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, for me, going to school, engineering, working jobs my whole life, and I always have, um, cannabis was always my, you know, place to, well, now that he answers question day. number one for the high five, you might as well do question number two, Blue. You might as well hit him with it because now that you started at 16, who gave it to you? I mean, it was just a group of friends that, you know, I don't even remember where we where we 
got the cannabis, but we, uh, <laughs> somebody ended up with it. We went to an elementary school in the middle of nowhere, walked off into a field, and that's where- Where are you from? From Texas. Uh, I'm, nice. That's where we're at. Hopefully someday it's a really large uh, market and, and should be the second- Might be largest. one of the la last ones though. Might be oh, one yeah. of the last ones. But for us today, you know, it's a good place to do business. We're central. We do business east coast to west coast and everywhere in between. We have presence in Denver, Colorado and San Diego. Uh, California, so it works really well to be. Nobody in the state located. gets funny though, like, oh, you guys are doing all this for cannabis. No, over no, here. we haven't had any problems with with that. Uh, we've had a bank at, when we first started, you know, oh, shut yeah. us down. QuickBooks shut us down very early on, uh, but um, you know, it's been that was 2015, 2016. Things are a little bit easier now. And, uh, Question number two of the high five, because that's what we're doing now. <laughs> what is your favorite way to use or smoke cannabis? I'm a flower and put it in usually, you know, uh, a bubbler or oh, something nice. like that. Okay. But I, I'm flower pretty much exclusive. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's always a good, is there a certain flower that you're like, oh. Well, I mean, so many of the exotic stuff these days is, is really, Change. you know, it's hard to pick a favorite uh, for sure. I've got, I've got, you know, cultivators that I absolutely love uh, that take care of me when it comes to that. And, uh, you know, there's, there's some genetics right now. I was always a, Fan of things like Animal Mints. Uh, there's some stuff going around called Eastmont right now. I really like, but uh, you know, I I don't play favorites too much. Yeah. Good exactly. cannabis. Try them all. Good what's cannabis? Is, yeah. Kale, what's the craziest place you ever used or smoked cannabis? Oh, jeez, I don't think I was prepared for that question. <laughs> the craziest place I've ever used. That elementary school when you first started off is pretty crazy if you think about it. If it was in Texas, it as wasn't well. that crazy. It was in the woods behind an elementary school. We were hidden. Um, you know, I I honestly haven't. I couldn't say that I've had crazy experiences with it. With now how things are, you can kind of consume Smoke cannabis everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. And so you know, people might say it's tr crazy to do it in a trade show hallway, but here it's not really so crazy. So. Um, so yeah, a little bit of everywhere. Just anywhere and everywhere. Anywhere and one. everywhere. All right, so question number four of the high five. What is your go-to munchie? When do you get high? I got a problem with, with sweets like brownies. You put <laughs> ice cream on top of some brownies. You oh, said I got a problem. You get the, I got a problem. That's not a problem, that's a do good you like, thing. Do you like, like nuts be. on it or just the chocolate ice cream? I put, the, I put, I put fruit right. on it. Fruit. I don't know what it is about fruit. putting a little diced Ch strawberries and blueberries oh, on it. Oh, man. Sounds wonderful right there. Question number five of the high five. If you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead, dead or, alive, or alive, who would it be and why? <laughs> I'm not sure you've probably ever had this answer, but I'd probably have to. I'm a big golf fan and always have been a fan of Tiger Woods. I don't know wow. if I could get around with Tiger Woods. Tiger's I gotta great. believe he smokes. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, no. He's in the bus right now. Tiger oh, Woods, yeah. come on down. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's looking around like what? You know, what's funny is you know a lot of the golfers are, but the reason I heard from Tiger coming back so quick is because he used a lot of CBD on his back. He did. Yeah, that's what yeah. I heard personally. So I gotta believe that you know of it course, might go yes. beyond just the. CBD aspect, but of I think course. for me, you know, what a dream to play around the golf and, and maybe get a little high with Tiger. You know, I, that's a, that's a, uh, a good one. I think all of us, you know, uh, adopted and fell in love with, with Tiger, at, you know, watching his career. You know, yeah. I mean, it, how could you not, right? The guy was, you know, he did his thing. You know, he went out there and worked. Just his watching butt him off. at Stanford. Come, I mean, come on. on, yeah. That, I'm that sure he might have smoked there. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure. I'm sure. He, I, in my opinion, you know, I, I think he's smoking 
you know, more often than we all probably think. I 100% agree with you. I, I would, yeah. I think it's, it's many, many people are still in the closet. And uh, that's that's very important for all of us to get this message out. You know, we have to get the message out that one, it's a it's medicinal value to it, and two, it's you know, it's something that we we, we know we do, but we sometimes don't want to tell people. And uh, I think we were all raised that way. Rhythm, uh, the company is with us, and and Kale, I just want to say something. Who came up with the name Rhythm? Because that's that's an awesome name. You know what's funny is when we, <clears throat> that's the hardest thing to do when you start a business uh, is what should the name of the business be? That's what we did was name. we started a different rhythm. company and then we created a suite of products that we landed on rhythm and we were kicking around a lot of things. Circadian rhythm of the plant came up and and over time, I'm a musician, I'm a drummer, I always have been, play the piano, etc. Uh, circadian rhythm why not just rhythm so we created a product called rhythm by a company called Arcadius rhythm by Arcadius we started coming to cannabis and we had a branding issue nobody knew what Arcadius was but they knew what rhythm hey the rhythm guys so we just rebranded went with rhythm cultivation solutions and services rhythm CSS um, and that's where we landed well it's wonderful man anything we forget before we let you go Mike you want to hit him with anything else because this is a great dude right here great company great product when can we expect Thank actually you your guys to see to come out? You know what? Uh, We're working on that. We're meeting yep. after the holiday. We just talked about that. So after the holidays here, we're going to start to put the game plan, do some formal releases on launch day. Yep, absolutely. I'm hoping we're maybe spring, spring of 2023. It'll be out there. We're ready for spring yeah, of 2023. Yeah. Uh, formal launch day. We've seen the, we seen the design. It's fabulous. It, it looks cool. It, it functions amazingly well. And so we're, we're really excited to, uh, to get it out there. Well, yeah. thank you guys for coming on, brother. Thank Appreciate you very you. much for, thank you. for having well, us. Well, there it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. And remember this, if no one else loves you, we do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.